Welcome to the Giving Party Podcast. My name is Kate and my husband John and I are the wedding and lifestyle photography team behind Kate Neal Photography. We are based in the Philadelphia suburbs, primarily shooting in New York City, New Jersey, and Philadelphia. The Giving Party is a podcast to motivate professionals in the event industry as well as their clients to make a social impact. Happy listening. Today we're speaking to Brittany Dry. Brittany is the founder and editor-in-chief of Love, Inc., the leading equality-minded wedding blog and print publication. Her inclusive efforts have been celebrated by the New York Times, Forbes, The Advocate, Out Magazine, Refinery29, New York Daily News, Cosmopolitan, and more. She has served as an advisory board member for the International Academy of Weddings and Events since 2018, a wedding pro educator with The Knot Wedding Wire, and nominated for NACE Speaker of the Year in 2020. Hope you enjoy our chat. So we know Brittany going way back to... Way back. (laughs) uh, We were actually at the launch party, which was awesome. 2013, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, it feels like so long ago. We were babies back then. It really does. Yeah. We were babies without babies. Yeah. Without babies, which now, now we have life. all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. So tell us a little bit about how you got there, because you're not originally from New York, right? So no. how did you make your way to New York? How did you come up with the idea of launching the business? How did you get in the weddings period? Yes. So I am from Tennessee originally. I went to school for interior design and journalism, double majored. And um, so when I, you know, started my career, I wanted to work in magazine, like interior design magazines, essentially. So um, I lived in Birmingham, Alabama for a little while and worked, Time Inc. owns a corporation down there, did a couple internships. And then the next move was really like, you know, New York City for magazines. So I moved never having even been to the city, not knowing anyone, no job, just really took you know, one of those leaps that only you can do when you're naive and 22 years old. <laughs> so great. Um, but yeah, and it, you know, I got a job at El Decor magazine, which was a favorite of mine. So it was kind of like, oh my God, dream job. Yeah. Um, and then this was, you know, circa 2007, 2008. Oh. And that's when the print kind of started falling and um, blogs were popping up and online content was popping up. So I had the opportunity to switch to an online blog to be the assistant editor for. And that's kind of how I dipped my toes into online online content, um, cool. just general lifestyle. And I started taking on some clients um, for like just writing. And a couple of those freelance clients were wedding blogs. Okay. And that's how I kind of got into the wedding space specifically. And after a while, I just kind of saw this void um, for inclusive content because back then it was very much targeted to a bride marrying a groom. Mm -hmm. And there were some amazing LGBTQ plus resources out there as well. But again, it was just LGBTQ plus and I didn't really see much for, you know, for everybody. So I wanted to create a platform where you could find, you know, ideas and inspiration and couples who look like you, uh, no matter who you were marrying. So that's, you know, the premise of Love Inc. That's how we were born, um, back Mm -hmm. in 2013. And we've since grown. Now we are a print publication. We publish pretty much daily on the blog. Um, we have a podcast and 
you know, all kinds of fun stuff. So. Yes. And your podcast is called Inclusively Yours, right? Yes. Yes. I'm like, I've listened. It's so great. So I'm like <laughs> looking forward always to more episodes and I've loved your guests so far as well. Thank you. More. <laughs> now, as far as the growing of the business, did you feel like it was just like a, a slow, just momentum, just keeping after it? Or is there anything in your mind that stuck out as like, this was the turning point for you? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with any business, you kind of have these pockets of just, you know, extreme growth quickly. And then you plateau for a little while and then you have another burst. Um, I feel 2019 was a really big year for us um, because I um, did a lot of speaking engagements. Yes. So it really elevated um, myself as a leader in the space, which is always really great for brand awareness. Yeah. Um, so 2019 was a really, really big year for us in that sense. And then, you know, we've just had, you know, bursts throughout, you know, for yeah. different reasons, whether it's, yeah, I mean, I remember when I first started, I was, you know, barely getting any submissions and yeah. I was having to really work hard to connect with people. And, um, you know, the longer you're in business, the less you have to do that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's nice to finally be at a place where I don't have to explain what love Inc is and (laughs) to everyone I meet. And, and you're um, right. 2020 is a big year, you know, regarding, um, same sex marriages and black lives matter. You're right. I can see that you'd probably be getting a lot of submissions and a lot more, you know, diversity and inclusivity, um, which is really exciting. Yeah. We're trying, um, the black lives matter movement was, i I, I hate that it had to come about the way it did, Sure, but I think it's done so much for the industry to really yeah. open our eyes. We've always been inclusive, obviously with LGBTQ+, but sure. I haven't, I've been somewhat intentional, but I can, I definitely like found myself, I can be more intentional sure. with the content as far as, you know, showcasing black couples and just couples of color in general. Yeah, um, as well. so it's definitely something that has been on my mind. I hired a couple more, um, writers who are, um, black and POC and yeah. just really trying to turn out that content, um, authentically. Very cool. So that, you know, it's, it's applicable to all of our readers. Sure. Do you have any suggestions for, wedding vendors who are trying to get more involved with the LGBTQ plus community uh, in their business? Because sometimes it's difficult with, you know, if you, if you can't show that you did it, why would somebody want to work with you? Um, any suggestions there or things that you've heard from couples that uh, you've worked with? Yeah, I think first and foremost, it's making sure that you're marketing. So that's like your website copy, your social media, um, the way you communicate with clients, even you're using inclusive language. So you're not talking to a bride, you're, you know, you're talking to a couple and just not making heteronormative assumptions from the start. Mm -hmm. Um, that takes a lot of retraining of your brain because it has, it's been ingrained into our brains to think in bridegroom terms Mm -hmm. for so long. So my like number one piece of advice for any wedding pro is to just really retrain your brain to be more inclusive and, apply that across all of your marketing. Um, if you have the images, share the images and, um, do so in an authentic manner, you know, don't just like throw up 
a same sex couple photo and call it a day. Make sure that you're making the effort through every aspect of your business. Um, make sure you're working with other equality minded wedding pros and, mm -hmm. you know, networking with LGBTQ owned businesses so that you can, you know, work with them or refer them. Um, yeah. So just, you really want to be genuine with your efforts because, you know, if you just throw up a photo and call it a day, now we're falling into tokenism. Um, yeah. and that's not, you know, that's something you want to avoid. Yeah. That's a great, great advice. <laughs> Outside of the, the pronoun suggestion, which I, I'm with you, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that we see people make mistakes with. Is there anything else that sticks out in your mind? that you feel that individuals should try and be mindful of? Um, people like to apply gender roles to uh, heteronormative gender roles to couples. Um, and I think you should not do that with any relationship. Uh, you know, every relationship is, has its own dynamics and its own story and you should treat each client as an individual. But I see this a lot with, you know, for photographers, for example, where they want to pose same-sex couples in these very hetero-driven roles. Oh, and, that is so interesting. And it's, um, I see, and that they that may be something that they're comfortable with, but it's also something that they may not be comfortable with. And yeah. they're posing them in ways because that's what they know. It's like, okay, well, you you dress dapper, so I'm going to put you behind the, you know, the, the quote-unquote bride yeah. because – that's in my head, the role that you play as yes. the groom. Great example. Um, so I see that a lot and um, I can see like in engagement photos or wedding photos that get submitted to me. Um, you can see it in their faces if the couple's really uncomfortable that is with it. So or they like have them like pick them up and do those shots. And yeah. so I think it's just, you know, let them tell you, you know, ask open ended questions and sure. instead of placing assumptions on them. That's so great. I like that. Great advice. <laughs> so talking about your business, can you talk a little bit about, I think people could probably guess, but with the speaking engagement side, what, what does that normally look like? What have you done in the past? Who have you worked with? Uh, for speaking engagements, um, I've done both national stages as well as traveled and done like local chapters. So I've done, I've spoken at um, NACE conference, special mm -hmm. events conference, cater source. And um, I've also done like local chapters of ILEA and WIPA and NACE nice. um, across the U.S. Um, yeah. yeah, 2019 was a big, big travel year for me, which that's great. Is good that I, I got it out before 2020 hit. <laughs> <laughs> the 2020 twins come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, for, yeah, for the listeners that don't know, Brittany is uh, pregnant with twins, so she will now be a mom of three yes. um, this year. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. so excited for in you. A few, few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and very, very, very soon. Um, the other reason, of course, that we wanted to talk to you today was just um, regarding your charitable efforts through your business. Can you talk about that and, you know, why you decided to do that and your passion behind it. Yeah. So, um, and I say this for all, you know, professionals, wedding pros, especially, um, we're kind of in a unique place where, um, we can do more than just give financially. We can give our services. Yes. So like we can give our photography services or catering or venue, and it can make such an impact mm -hmm. on any, you know, any charity or organization. 
Um, so I always recommend like just to start out with, I always recommend to do at least like pro one pro bono event a year, like just, you know, include that into your budget. Um, I think it's great because, you know, all these organizations are run by volunteers. Mm -hmm. They often don't have creatives like that in their wheelhouse. So being able to like have access to photography and catering or whatever your profession may be, um, is really, really huge for them. So, um, for me, my organization of choice is called freedom for all Americans. And, um, it's kind of stemmed from the, uh, former, it was formerly known as freedom to marry. Okay. And that was our, just from the very start of love Inc. Like we partnered with them. Um, we sponsored a couple of their events and, um, it really helped it was a driving force behind the marriage equality movement here in the U S so and they really took it. I, what I liked about them is that they kind of came at it from like a bipartisan viewpoint. And, mm-hmm. um, so it really like, I feel like LGBTQ rights is very much a partisan issue. Um, mm-hmm. but coming at it from a bipartisan standpoint where they worked very closely with you know, Republicans and religious groups and, and that sort of thing. It's kind of breaking down that barrier that is often the issue why we can't get anything passed or why we can't get support is, you know, people blame religion or politics. Mm -hmm. So they really took a a unique approach to it. And that's what I really liked. And they took it state by state level. Okay. Um, So freedom to marry um, once we got marriage equality, their job was done. They, you know, that's, that's the best you can hope for, but there's obviously still a lot of work to be done for LGBTQ rights. So, um, it kind of evolved into freedom for all Americans, um, after marriage quality. And I've since, you know, I've, I've been a part of that as well. Um, as far as donating, um, amounts from, from both love Inc and, and my personal household, as well as um, working with them to help them, you know, with strategy. I, I That's great. have calls with the CEO usually like once a quarter to go over strategies that they're working on. Um, they've had recently, the last couple of years, they've done big pushes for small businesses to get involved. So I've kind of, you know, working with small businesses a lot myself with wedding pros. Sure. Um, I've been able to really kind of help them with that. So um, just, yeah. And, you know, any way I can, and if, you know, as far as, again, connecting with vendors for if they need photography services or sure. a venue or something like that, I've helped them, you know, connect for donor events, um, on that level. So I was just going to say, I love that you talk about basically, like you said, it doesn't always have to be monetary. Um, something that's important that I haven't mentioned yet just during this podcast is that I wouldn't want everyone in the wedding industry thinking like, Oh, we're talking to, you know, all of these high end luxury uh, wedding vendors where, you know, it's so, it's so easy or it's easier for them to make these huge monetary donations. And it's like, that's not at all what we're saying, you know, volunteering time. Um, Us, for example, we just spoke with um, someone at the Ronald McDonald house in Philadelphia. We have a photo booth. So we are going to use that or, you know, offer that, you know, for some of their parties, for example. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So excited about that. But yeah, offering time and even like you said, your advice, um, like quarterly is great. Yeah. Um, 
there's definitely a lot of ways you can get involved that, yeah, again, it doesn't have to be financial. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Brittany, I think that's all we have, unless Kate, you have any additional questions. Yeah, no, I just was really excited to hear your story and, and how you give back. And we really, really appreciate it and hope that it inspires other people to give back. Yeah, well, thank you so much for letting me share. No of course. Problem. And Thanks. have a great day and good luck with the babies. Thank you. I'm going to need it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see photos. <laughs> Thanks, Brittany. <laughs>